What's up, guys? It is Wednesday, October 13th, episode 184. And today I have Andre Poliakov, CEO of Coinberry, to discuss Coinberry as an exchange in Canada and how they have all the new regulations that are necessary um, that separate them from all the other exchanges in Canada and that allow them to operate as a fully registered peer play exchange. Also, be sure to sign up for the Blockhash Insider Newsletter. It's only $250 a month. Details on that are in the description below. And be sure to subscribe and share this episode with somebody that you think would like to learn more about blockchain, crypto and blockchain in Canada, and Coinberry. Enjoy. All right. Andre, welcome to the Blockhash Podcast Live. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Doing very well myself. Um, pleasure to have you on and here to talk about uh, Coinberry and all of that. Anyways, uh, before we do that, tell me a little bit more about you. I'm curious, um, how did you you know, find yourself getting into this space, into this crazy world of crypto and blockchain? Um, what was your story? What's your journey? Yeah, um, how, how did everybody's got their own story, right? Of how they ended up in uh, in crypto, but uh, yeah, my my story goes back probably around five six years ago um, when I first started hearing about uh, about Bitcoin at various events and, and parties and, and such. Um, I, I had a couple of friends that are uh, you know programmers and developers and stuff, so they were telling me about you know what Bitcoin is all about, and I found the concept very fascinating. This was probably like twenty fifteen. I found the concept very fascinating, but um, uh, but I didn't I didn't do much with you know with that idea or that knowledge at the time. Um, and then I personally, I, you know, my background is I'm I'm an engineer by trade, so I, I love building things, whether it's you know whether it's like physical things or or, or companies or processes. Like I just love that um, that sort of journey of building and creating um, something where out of nothing kind of thing. Um, and so I I was. Fast forward 2017, um, and uh, in a couple of years after I sort of first started hearing about about Bitcoin, I was at a uh, um, so so the story of how Coin Reaction came about was I was at a um, uh, down in Miami uh, at a, uh, on a bachelor trip, and we were um, wrapping it up, and we were on the beach in Miami at the last day of the trip. Uh, it was myself and uh, four or five other friends. Um, some of the guys were from Canada, and some of the guys were from the states, and we were trying to settle our debts to each other. You know, just after whatever a couple of days, we all kind of owed each other some money. And believe it or not, it was it's actually very difficult to send money as a Canadian to anybody in the states, and vice versa. I mean, your you, your only option really is to send a wire or go to the ATM and like get cash and pay, right? Um, and we were on the beach; nobody wanted to go to the ATM, and obviously nobody was going to send a wire. Um, and my business partner and, and friend um, Evan he suggested that um, we all settle our debts using Bitcoin. So, you know, we're there on the beach, um, you know, someone hung over on, on, I think it was like a Sunday afternoon, uh, all signing up, you know, on a coin, um, a Coinbase accounts and uh, uh, ultimately ended up doing that, ended up settling our debts with Bitcoin, which I obviously regret <laughs> at this point in time quite a lot because I should have held on to that Bitcoin that I, that I had bought um, to do that. But all that to say, I had a bit of an aha moment there because... My previous businesses that I was involved uh, in was um, there was international trade that, that we were doing. So we were shipping goods internationally cross border. And um, anybody who's ever been in that in that business um, would appreciate the fact that when you have a uh, a container that's looking to uh, you know cross customs somewhere, 
and they're waiting for you know duties to be paid and it's a long weekend and the wire hasn't landed and the container is sitting there for like four days five days um there's a lot of cost that, that, that accumulates just just from that um you know just from from, from sort of the holding fees um and because that was experience i had previously when i when i was sitting on that beach in miami i had this aha moment when i realized geez you know when big business when international shipping companies when sort of the international uh, um uh, you know international businesses realize and and appreciate the efficiency with which they can actually settle transactions cross-border um using you know specifically the application of blockchain as a technology to the financial industry in the form of bitcoin um that's going to be revolutionary like that's going to change the way people actually interact globally uh, financially with one another and so I, I had that moment i thought this is incredible um you know because we're just a bunch of regular guys sitting on a you know on a beach and we found this use case just like that right and there's nothing special about our use case there's a thousand other use cases like that and again and, and once big business finds out about this like this is going to change the world um anyway so we went back home um this is early 2017 we went you know everybody flew back home i flew back to toronto um and then a couple a couple months later um again my business partner and my, my friend evan coon he calls me up and he says hey we have this idea of launching a bitcoin um you know bitcoin business and you know he knew i had an mba he knew i had a, like an engineering degree and they wanted somebody uh, to come help manage it professionally um and i had a you know full-time corporate job at the time so I, I i did sort of the unthinkable and quit my very comfortable <laughs> full-time corporate job and uh put some money up into this business and um and and you know never looked back and you know four and a half years later and probably working, I don't know, 80, 100 hour weeks for the last four years, um, you know, we got to where we are now. And and that is, you know, Coinbase is one of the top, uh, you know, crypto trading platforms in Canada. Um, you know, one of Canada's you know, safest and, and most secure uh, trading platforms. Um, you know, we focus on making the trading experience very convenient, uh, very easy, very simple, uh, and at the same time, very safe and very secure. And we are, um, we are the first pure play crypto um, trading platform in Canada to actually receive um, OSC registration, which, you know, provides that extra level of, you know, added security and oversight that uh, ultimately investors in Canada have been, uh, you know, looking for and, and deserve ultimately. And so um, it's been quite a journey, I have to tell you, but a, a very rewarding and very, uh, very fulfilling one to date. Oh, yeah. It sounds like an awesome journey. Um, that's a cool story, too. Um, how... How, what's it like trying to regulate or not regulate uh, navigate those regulations in Canada? Because um, if you're the first and the only one to do it, I imagine other exchanges in Canada have had quite a difficult time doing the same thing as well. Um, but what, what was that like trying to navigate those waters? Yeah. So the system and in, in the regulatory um, uh, sort of uh, system in Canada is a little bit different than in the States. Uh, so in the U.S., you have um, you have FinCEN, which is a federal body, and which is uh, very similar to uh, FinTrack in Canada. Okay, mm -hmm. uh, and that, that's that's you know that's a regulatory body that oversees the movement of, of, of money on a high level, right, uh, in, in the country. Um, and then you guys have the SEC. So in the states, the SEC is a federal body. In Canada, there's no such federal body that exists. What we have are provincial regulators. So imagine that um, you know akin to like if each state had their own like state SEC, uh, that's what we have in Canada. So we have each province and territory in Canada has their own commission, uh, their own securities commission, 
And together, the commissions form what's known as the Canadian Securities Administrators, which is a group where they all come together. But ultimately, there's no federal body that oversees um, the entire industry. So that so, so our journey began in, I would say, early 2018, uh, when we approached the Ontario Securities Commission, which is, um, so we are based in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. And so the provincial uh, commission um, that we are, uh, that you know, governs us as a business is the Ontario Securities Commission. So we approached them in, in 2018 and early 2018. And, and, you know, back then, nobody really knew much about the space. Um, you know, there was very little exposure. This was a very nascent industry. Um, and, and so we just approached them initially just as a form of just introducing ourselves and saying, hey, um, you know, we, you know, we would like to let you know that we want to build a business in this industry that's based on um, you know, safety, security, compliance, um, and, and a business that has long-term growth potential. We're not here to just, you know, flip a quick buck on an ICO. Um, if you remember back then, ICOs were all the rage in 2018, right? Uh, 2017. So, so that's how sort of the dialogue started, and a lot of the sort of the relationship that we build with the OSC, uh, you know, over the years has been built over this um, sort of uh, you know communication that we have back and forth. Um, and so, ultimately, over a period of about three years, they um, they uh, I don't want to say audited because audit uh, to audit has like a legal connotation to it, but they uh, visited our offices, um, you know, on multiple occasions. Uh, reviewed all our policies, our procedures, all our controls, everything that we put in place to uh, to safeguard, um, you know, and 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 you know our investors' assets, and to make sure that investor interest was kept, uh, you know, uh, at heart. And ultimately, over that period of three years, they've seen us and they watched us grow, and uh, you know, as a business, um, and and they've seen us bolster all our again. You know our insurances that we have in place, and you know we have some of the most phenomenal insurances in the country. We have, uh, you know, our cold storage is is um, is custodied with Gemini, and you know Gemini offers over two hundred um, million dollars worth of insurance. And we have, you know, we have other insurance products that we have bought uh, again to protect our investors' assets. So there's a lot that we have put in place, both from an insurance perspective, from a uh, from a custody perspective, from a, um, uh, a, a controls perspective to safeguard you know, our investors' assets. And all of that ultimately uh, resulted in the OSC becoming comfortable with our business, right? And becoming mm-hmm. comfortable to, to to register us. And so in the, in late December of last year, in, in 2020, um, we sort of formally submitted our application after three years of, I guess, due diligence being done on us. Um, and uh, I guess two years, two and a half years at that point in time of due diligence being done on us. Uh, we formally submitted our application. And then uh, in early 2021, so about January of this year, uh, the Ontario Securities Commission uh, brought us forth in front of the Canadian Securities Administrator. So all of the commissions, um, you know, brought us forth uh, in front of the roundtable. And I, uh, you know, I presented the business again. I explained sort of our thesis, uh, you know, our, our focus on safety and security and compliance. Um, and and so that was a, you know, that was a very interesting discussion, which resulted in about, I would say, seven months of responding to questions from all the other security commissions now, because you need, ultimately in Canada, again, you need all of them to sign off um, to be able to do business across the country, right? Um, And we wanted to be able to do business across the country. We didn't want any of the provinces to opt out, right? So we took about half a year thereafter to, again, respond to all of the uh, sort of the questions and the requests and the clarifications that came forth from all the other commissions. 
Um, and, uh, you know, so we were very happy at the end of this long journey that lasted literally over three years. Um, and I don't know how much legal fees uh, at this point in time. We, we were, you know, we were very happy to become the first uh, sort of pure play crypto company that was actually born of the industry, an actual startup that was created, you know, within the crypto space in Canada. Um, and the first one to actually offer both funding in um, in Canadian dollars and funding in crypto, but also withdrawing in, you know, Canadian dollars from the platform and withdrawing crypto from the platform. Um, and so, you know, again, we really, we, we were very happy to, to, to be able to offer that, you know, our level of service um, together with sort of the, the, the security that regulatory oversight provides to our users. Um, so that's been our journey so far. Um, and like you mentioned, I mean, I'm sure there are other platforms that are, um, that are going through this process um and i'm happy to know that they are i'm you know i'm, I'm happy that the industry is maturing that it's growing that you have serious players you know and companies that are investing um into the infrastructure that's required in order to become regulated because again ultimately at the end of the day it's all about investor protection yeah absolutely and that's awesome too and i'm sure other exchanges will probably get it eventually at some point um if you guys are getting it i mean i'm sure it'll start rolling out to others pretty slowly they'll probably all follow the same footsteps that you guys took to get it um what are the benefits of that though is it being a, able to work closely with banks or um insurance companies or offer certain products to your customers um like what's what's the main benefit of having all this um regulatory approval yeah, so I mean, look, the first and foremost one is investor protection. It, it, it requires a certain amount of maturity and a certain level of um, of, of, of security and, and, and safety to become registered. So that's the first thing that you know any investor should really look out for when they're picking a platform to trade on is whether that platform is, is regulated. Because ultimately, again, um, you know, not so much in the U.S., but in Canada, we've had a couple of not so happy stories about exchanges, you know, folding because, um, uh, you know, policies were non-existent or sure. procedures were non-existent or, you know, assets weren't custodied properly. So, so that's the first thing that really is, is, is sort of that, 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 um, the message that, um, not the message, but the indicator that investors should look for. Ultimately for us as a business, yeah, it definitely, um, allowed us to, you know, have much more in-depth discussions with, with the banks um it you know obviously it opens doors when you talk you know to to insurance providers uh, for us as a company um we're also looking to go public later on this year so that was one of the requirements for us to 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 go public um and again it it, it all comes down to the level of um sort of pedigree and the level of uh, regulatory uh, oversight that, that a company is able to um, to elevate to uh, that is communicated to the registration right got it um, are you guys exclusive to Canadians only, or do you guys take customers from the United States or outside of Canada anywhere? Yeah, so at this point in time, we are exclusive to Canada. Uh, we've been very focused on the market here. Um, you know, I, 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 I would, I would, I would be lying if I said that we weren't looking at you know the U.S. market um, and you know markets outside of Canada in general. Uh, but at this point, at, the, at this stage, having just received our registration. We're we're laser focused on on the Canadian market for I would say for the next you know couple of quarters for sure. Okay, but you do want to potentially expand outside Canada and kind of grow the jurisdiction well, where. Of course, because I mean, if you think about it, you know the the product that we deliver to the to the market, you know, an easy to use, convenient, safe, and secure platform to actually get into crypto. That I mean, the reason why we created Coinbase in the first place, right? 
uh, and if you go back to the sort of the beginnings, is we wanted to create a platform that even our grandparents could use, like an app that even our grandparents could use if they wanted to get into crypto. Um, and that is like that's cross border. That that that's that's a, a need that exists cross border, cross country. Um, you know, to say that crypto is entering the mainstream, I think is 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 is, is quite a, um, an understatement at this stage. Um, this isn't 2017 or 18. I mean, at this point in time, we have countries that are literally using Bitcoin as legal tender. You know, I think at this point in time, um, the only impediment that really exists to true mass adoption is the complexity of actually um, getting into the space. And that's what we're solving at Coinbase, right? We're providing that ease of use, that convenience, but also uh, packaged, uh, you know, with, with safety and security, which again, ultimately is what is needed for mass adoption. You can't have mass adoption of every technology that that doesn't have the basic fundamental, uh, you know, safety protocols in place that people expect to have when they're dealing, you know, when 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 entrusting their finances, um, you know, to you. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, from that perspective, I think the the uh, sort of the what, the what we're responding to as a need from the market exists um, in a lot of countries and definitely outside of just Canada. What features exactly make it so you know easy and simple to use um, in terms of hitting that that mission that you guys are on? Sure. So so we are very careful not to have any crazy complex charting on the platform. Like we're not you know we're not a platform for day traders. You're not going to be able to do you know MACD analysis with us. Um, what you are going to be able to do is to onboard very very quickly and efficiently from the comfort of your cell phone, from the comfort of your laptop, twenty four seven. Uh, once you've onboarded in Canada, we have a system called an e-transfer. It's sort of like your Venmo in the U.S., mm-hmm. um, but it's uh, it's a system that allows you to uh, send um, funds from your bank account to any other bank account through an email very quickly, like instantaneously, basically. Um, and so, you know, you're able to then the users once they've onboarded are able to you know fund their accounts almost instantaneously through an e-transfer, um, and uh, very easily again the, the interface is extremely intuitive and and we ask our users you know we would poll our users and we ask them the question of you know why did you choose to um you know to to use coinberry as, as your as your service provider of choice and the number one response all the time is ease of use it's because the platform is extremely intuitive there's no clutter there's no complexity to the way you can actually get your money in buy a coin and we offer about 18 coins at this point in time you know bitcoin ethereum litecoin bitcoin cash and, and obviously 14 others um and so we allow, you know, novice users that um, that don't necessarily have the expertise to, um, you know, to do complex charting or complex analysis to have exposure to the space to actually be able to own, you know, one of the most revolutionary financial assets that has been created over the last 100 years and all from the comfort of their phone, you know, in a matter of five minutes. And I think that's, you know, that's what really is our um, sort of our secret sauce. Okay, so if I had a Canadian grandma, uh, this would be perfect for her because it'd be super simple for her to, to use if she wants to invest in crypto. Absolutely. Okay, I need Absolutely. to get a Canadian grandma. <laughs> got to get a Canadian grandma first, exactly. Um, other than you know the simplicity and ease of use, are there other things that make Coinberry stand out versus other competition you have in Canada? Uh, maybe features or products or things you offer or maybe just a different you know, design or take on how exchange should look. Yuri said that you guys don't focus too much on having complex charting and analysis. Um, but are there other things that separate you guys? Yeah, absolutely. So there's two things I want to talk about. One is um, an amazing feature we, you know, we have called autopilot, 
which allows our users to basically set a recurring, uh, you know, recurring buy of any of the crypto uh, assets that we offer. And, you know, that could be once a month, once a day, once a week, any amount that they want. Um, and ultimately, then we just buy, you know, that amount, let's say it's 50 bucks, they want to buy 50 bucks of Bitcoin once a week. And we just buy that 50 bucks of Bitcoin once a week, like scheduled every single week. Um, and uh, for new users, um, this is probably one of the best ways to um, to get into the space because you have it allows you to stop trying to time the market, you know, catch the falling knife and all that, um, and allows you to price, you know, uh, uh, to, to price average over a period of time. And and, and you know your your returns. Um, and obviously, you know, again, I'm not giving any financial advice on this podcast, but historically speaking. Um, you know, users that have, you know, this this, this feature turned on that just uh, buys on in a recurring manner. Uh, you know, they they perform very well, and and um, again, it takes out the emotional aspect of uh, what am I going to do? You know, is is, is 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 pumping now? Do I do I buy now? Do I not buy? You know, for people that don't know what to do, this is a great feature, and it's very popular with our users. Um, that's from the feature perspective, but again, I want to kind of go back to the safety and security, um, and and it's very important for. Uh, you know, again, for for users in Canada and for investors in Canada, whether it's a platform such as Coinbase or, or another platform that you know gets registered, um, it's very important to trade with registered platforms because it does provide a very big difference uh, in terms of. I mean, there is a very big difference, and it provides a level of security and safety that exists from having the proper controls and policies and procedures in place. Um, I, I can't underscore that enough, and I know I know your Canadian listeners know of some of the stories that you know of, of, of the failed exchanges in canada and, and they will they will understand what i'm talking about when i say that you know having the proper controls in place is paramount importance and having sort of the regulatory oversight at the next level of security um you know that um, that investors really should look for and definitely deserve we've had our fair share in the us as well so i think a lot of people listening probably are understanding of that um, oh yeah, oh, yeah. Um, Another question, kind of more out of curiosity, um, any desire to trade um, or allow customers to trade a security-based token at some point, maybe in the future, if you have all the right regulatory um, compliance to do so? I know there's a lot of exchanges out there looking at it potentially, and it's kind of bubbling up as an interesting market, being able to take a traditional security, tokenize it, and trade it that way. Is that something maybe you guys are interested in the future, or is that a little far off? Um, yeah, I mean, look, there, there's a lot of phenomenal products out there. I mean, you know, tokenized, um, you know, current tokenized security uh, products is, is definitely one of them. Um, you know, there's 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 um, um, there's a plethora of DeFi projects that are also phenomenal. There's um, you know, there's bond products and lending products that exist as well. Um, I think as it pertains to um, you know trading securities per se, um, that is a little bit more complex than than trading. Um, uh, you know, crypto assets that are not deemed securities. Uh, so there's, there's probably a, a bit of a journey we have to take in order to be able to do that. Um, but again, we're always, you know, we're always looking at innovative products to launch. Um, and, um, you know, whether it's NFTs or, or whether it's um, you know, tokenized you know, securities, there's a lot of there's a lot of opportunity out there. I mean, I, I can, like I mentioned in the beginning of the call, you know, we're living in a phenomenal time, a once in a lifetime really, change um uh you know in the way that finances um sort of exist and the financial markets exist and in, in in the world and the way that transactions take place and the way that people at society actually interact from a financial perspective 
Um, and so I'm, I, I think we're going to see a lot of very, um, we're going to continue seeing a lot of extremely cool products and, and projects, um, you know, roll out over the next several years. Yeah. Do you think, um, just another interesting question. Do you think Canada is, um, pretty open to crypto or opening up even more to it from, you know, government side of it or do they, have they not really ruled on it? I don't follow Canada as closely maybe as I should, uh, being living in the U S and being so close. Um, but what's it like living in Canada and working in the crypto space? Is it, um, difficult to navigate like you have to do with like the regulation stuff or are they a little bit more welcoming now? Uh, yeah, look, I, I wouldn't say that uh, they were ever not welcoming. Uh, I mean, again, the regular, the, the, their mandate as regulators is, 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 is to protect investors in Canada. I mean, that's, that's, uh, that's actually literally what their mandate is, right? So um, we haven't had experiences to say that, um, you know, they've been very heavy handed. We've been very open with our approach of working together with regulators and as much as we can. Um, and so... I'm sure there are other platforms. And look, there are, there was a bunch of exchanges that exited um, the Canadian market. Binance exited, um, Ontario, Qcoin exited as well because uh, you know the Ontario Securities Commission started enforcing uh, registration. Um, you know there was a couple enforcement um, uh, uh, actions that they um, um, uh, that they put forth against Poloniex, uh, where you know Poloniex got fined pretty heftily, and then um, you know Bitmex as well left. So. I think what we're going to end up seeing in Canada is a, um, oh, what we're seeing right now is the really the maturity of our industry. I'm very happy that the regulators put forth um, sort of clear guidelines that allowed companies such as Coinbridge to actually get registered because ultimately what that results in um, is more investor, has more institutional interest in the industry. A lot of institutional players, they have a mandate to only be able to invest on registered platforms. They, they're not retail investors. They can't just go and open an account anywhere. Um, and there's a lot of institutional investors that have, you know, substantial funds waiting to be deployed um, into the crypto space. And so the more the industry matures, the more platforms become available that cater to institutional investors, the more, uh, you know, the more funds are going to be deployed in this space. And ultimately, that's going to result in, you know, an appreciation of the price because, uh, you know more demand um you know and 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 they every decreasing supply um obviously results in appreciation of the price so um so i think what we are seeing is the maturity of the industry in canada and 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 i think we're going to continue seeing that we're going to continue seeing enforcement of non-compliant players and ultimately we're going to see a consolidation in the industry in canada because smaller players are not going to be able to go through it's quite an onerous process. Like it's a, three years is a long time, and you know it's an expensive just process from the perspective of just legal fees. Um, so you're gonna have a lot of smaller players that are not going to be able to do this, and um, and so you're gonna have you know consolidation in the space. So it's um, I think that's where we're heading, and you're gonna have like most industries, you're gonna have four or five major players that um, uh, you know are able to elevate their sort of level of uh, of of, um, of operational uh, capabilities to 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 uh, to a level which is uh, sufficient or acceptable to the regulators and, and the rest you will see probably fall off. Got it. Yeah, this was probably likely um, possible likelihood that could happen. Um, where can people go to learn more about Coinberry to sign up for Coinberry to, to download it? Um, do you guys have a community like discord or telegram where people can um, kind of chit chat? Where should people go? Yeah, so um, our website is www.coinberry.com. So that's C-O-I-N-B-E-R-R-Y 
www.ethicalcoaching.com. And we have, we have a ton of information on our website. We have a ton of educational information. We have a learning center on our website. So, um, you know, for anybody that's new to the space that just wants to understand, you know, what's Bitcoin, you know, what's an NFT, like some of the terms we used here, you can go to the website. We have a phenomenal learning center. It's completely free to use. You don't have to sign up to have access to it. It's, you know, it's free for anybody and has full access. And you can just read up on some of the, um, you know, some of the crypto products that exist out there, some of the crypto coins, the assets, the projects. Um, and, and we believe in that education. And, and you know, that's how we sort of work with the community is, is through education. Because, again, you got to keep in mind, our whole sort of uh, thesis, right, is to provide a platform even our grandparents can use. And you need to educate your grandparents, right, because some of the stuff is new and some of the stuff is very nascent and, and it's ever changing. and It's changing very quickly. Um, and so we, you know, we put together quite a, quite a, um, um, quite a complete and, and well put, you know, well done um, uh, learning center. So I, I really invite, you know, your listeners to check it out. Uh, again, it's available on coinbay.com. Um, and you can, you know, we have all our, uh, all our um, social media handles on there as well. Um, if you want to follow and uh, uh, if you're a Canadian and you're listening to this, then definitely um, check us out. And, uh, and we'd love to, uh, you know, have your business, uh, sign up on the platform, uh, download the app. Again, we are available on both iOS. We are available on Android and on the web, twenty-four-seven, um, and um, uh, and uh, and looking forward to uh, to to being able to service your uh, your listeners. Perfect. What does your shirt say? Out of curiosity, crypto made. Crypto made simple. Crypto made simple. Oh, is that a Coinberry shirt? That is a Coinberry shirt. I love it. Good color too. <laughs> it really pops. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Should have <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, lean back more so they can get it in, exactly. in the picture. <laughs> Anyways, Andre, thank you for taking the time to come on. Really appreciate it. Um, really diving into Coinberry and explaining it, what's going on in Canada with crypto, how you guys have navigated those waters, um, and appreciate you taking the time. Well, thanks for having me. It was a pleasure. <laughs>